Alison Jean Jones, how are you? Almajo. Hola. <laughs> it could be one of those nights. <laughs> you know what I want to talk about before we do anything else? What? My technology wonder upgrades this week. Okay. That should be very exciting for about 2% of the population. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Thing. Four. <laughs> so, at t Mm-hmm. So for those of us who don't live in America, that mm-hmm. you're listening to the podcast, basically where we live, we've got two choices of TV and internet providers, Comcast and AT&T. We've been with both of them. What I tend to do is I sign up with one for 12 months. If you usually sign up as a new customer, they'll give you ridiculous pricing. Then when my 12-month contract is up, I call and disconnect from them and sign up with the other one to get the new customer pricing. And they love us for it. And I go back and forward. Well, they don't mm-hmm. care. They just want our business. So we've been with AT&T, and they gave us such a ridiculous deal last year. They gave us 450 channels, of which we probably watched five. And they gave us um, internet. And uh, so I called them up this week and just said, hey, you know, thank you so much. You've been great. But we realized we don't actually watch TV, so we want to cancel our TV and just stick with our internet. And the very fact that we were canceling our TV meant we put, got put through to a retention specialist whose job is to make sure we don't leave the company. Well, I had no plan on leaving the company at all, but after talking to this very helpful woman, she decided to double our internet speed for almost half the price of what we were paying. Hmm. And so a, te- a technician came out on Thursday, and we now have fiber optic to the to the house, Yeah, which is great, and we have dedicated 50 megabits, which isn't a lot. Well, I guess it is a lot, but it isn't as much as it will be. Right now, all I can hear is fast. Baby, this is my sexy dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm undoing you with all my techno nerdy talk. Oh, thank you for the notification. (laughs) I'll try and pay attention then. (laughs) That strange sensation you're feeling? That's passion brewing. (laughs) Tell me about fiber optic cable, baby. (laughs) You know what? Just for that, I'm not going to finish the story. Oh, no, tell them. Remember about the 4%. (laughs) (laughs) All that to say is AT&T has picked Nashville to be one of the next cities that they're bringing gigabit Ethernet. It's 1,000 megabits per second. And uh, our technician said, well, you're good to go when it comes. So I was really excited about that. And a gigabit is how much I downloaded in a month. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) A gigabyte. Is that the same thing as a gigabit? No. But I digress. Okay. What are the bytes? (laughs) T-Mobile. We switched from AT&T to T-Mobile. Being with T-Mobile is like having Christmas every month. The first month we signed up with them. They gave us new iPhone 6s. They did. And bought us out of our contract from AT&T. That's the deal, yeah. The very next month, they gave us a free Wi-Fi router, which is faster than the router that we had. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars router that they sent us for free. This month, they announced that they're doing unlimited LTE family plan for 100 bucks a month. Amazing. So, <laughs> why do I feel like you're just humoring <laughs> me? No, that's amazing. Yeah. And I even understand what you're talking about at this point. Well, so before, I go over our bandwidth allocation every month. We can only have five gig per line, and I always go over it. So now have, they're giving no, that's us... That's not true. Apparently, my line only has three gig, and yours has five. Right. And why is that? I have no idea. <laughs> because you don't even use a gigabyte a month. It doesn't matter. Okay. 
You want everything to be equal. Maybe I'll call the kills for us and we can measure into that. Anyway, all of that being said, I had a great week technologically. And we now have unlimited LTE, which is great because I burned through our data like nobody else's business. Talk to us about something more interesting. Talk to us about baptisms. We did a whole bunch of baptisms on Monday night. So I spoke on Romans 6. And we had announced like two weeks before that we were going to do baptisms uh, at the end of speaking. So basically, Romans 6 is all about what happens during baptism. And I felt like the Lord said to get extra clothes ready and extra towels. And so sweet Michelle went and got extra dark shirts and extra swim shorts uh, from Walmart. She got, I asked for 10 sets and eight extra people got baptized. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So we did, I think we baptized 18 people mm-hmm. and it was super fun. I love baptisms. Um, yeah, it was great. It was really, really great. Such a privilege to do it. It was so fun. Yeah. And then our son was caught breakdancing. <laughs> yeah, that was Tuesday. We come in from uh, lunch break. We had a meeting over lunch. And so I asked Caroline if she could, uh, you know, have a lunch date with MJ at the school. And he loves being in the room with all the students and interacting with them. Anyway, we come in and the students are all in this big circle. Not all of them, but like 15 or 20 of the students. And they're all going, go MJ, go MJ. And they're clapping. And MJ is breakdancing and then doing this cute little pose, which I have no idea where he learned it. He learned it from me. Um, I'm basically electric boogaloo king. Okay. When no one's watching, I get a piece of linoleum out. I do some head spins, some windmills. <laughs> that could explain your neck, darling. <laughs> yes, let's talk about my neck. I have a pinched nerve on the left side of my neck. I got x-rays done at my chiropractor's office. And I have a little um, bone spur in one of my, um, I was going to call them neck particles. What are they called? Vertebrae. Vertebrae, which as a result is pinching a nerve, which means my whole left arm loses power. And I have uh, I've had pretty, a pretty sore neck. But I'm so very grateful for our chiropractor. Best chiropractor The wonderful Dr. Ever. Ronson. If you're in Franklin, look up Mission Chiropractic. chiropractic. Um, but yeah, I've basically been having adjustments every day. Trying to get my neck unlocked. And it's well, slowly you're unlocking. so much better. Yeah. yeah. I've been taking magnesium a lot, which yes. has some interesting side effects. <laughs> See, I can't tell the difference between mm-hmm. your sexy laugh and your creepy laugh. <laughs> what was that one? That was uh, just a giggle, I think. It was neither sexy nor creepy, hopefully. We've been part animals. We have been. All that magnesium? <laughs> living at large with the magnesium. <laughs> well, we had our Google Supernatural Life Christmas party. We did. On Thursday night. And then we had all the staff over to our house tonight for a little soiree. Mm-hmm. That was fun, wasn't it? It was great fun. Yeah. It's always nice to have a clean house because that forces us to clean, you see. You mean it's always nice to have people over because it forces us to clean? Yes. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm finding? What? My dream life is completely alive. I'm sorry, am I boring you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little tired. <laughs> No, I just realized in the last couple of weeks the effect that my dreams are having on my everyday life. Like, I have dreams about people, and because I've had a dream about the people, my heart feels fully connected with those people. And then I go look them up or go find them or go connect with them because I had a dream. 
And then this week I had a dream about some friends I haven't seen in 10 years. And it was so good to be with them in the dream. And then when I woke up, I'd got an email from them saying, hey, we'd love to you know, reconnect. What's your address? And I was like, God, this is amazing. It is amazing. So that's actually what I wanted to talk about this week. I wanted to talk about people and the joy of having people in your life. I watched a video. So some of you may know this, but I was an avid skateboarder in my youth. And to this day, I still keep um, a finger on the pulse of skateboarding. I visit a website called thebarracks.com. He has a scar in his elbow to prove it. I do. Um, and so they were doing a video re- retrospective of a, a guy called Guy Mariano. So when I was a kid, Guy Mariano was one of my heroes. He was younger than me. Um, still is. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> just, just they never catch up, do they? <laughs> no. This phenomenally gifted skateboarder. And, you know, I the first video I ever remember seeing him in was a video called, uh, it was the blind video, Video Days. And this amazing skateboarder, and he was skateboarding in this video with some of the legends of skateboards, Mark Gonzalez and Jason Lee. And I was watching this video, and it was there was one a day for five days. And I was really, really impacted by this uh, man now going back in time telling the story of the story behind the videos that were a mainstay of my childhood and i realized the common thread in all the stories he was telling were other people he talked about how he was influenced by these people and how these people helped him you know become who he is and i i don't know why i got so moved by this video and i just started thinking about all the people who have helped me be me and so I was thinking, you know, I had this dream, like I said, about some friends of mine um, who I would probably hang out with for for so many years. I lived with one of them. Uh, you know, we all would, would hang out together. And so I have this dream. I haven't seen them in 10 years' time. Our lives moved apart, uh, quite literally moved to different countries. Lost touch with them, but I had a dream this week that I was with them. And my heart was fully alive. And I just thought, gosh, I just remember hanging out with these guys. They were so amazing. So it got me thinking about here are these two brothers that 10 years ago had such an impact on my life without them ever thinking, we're now going to have an impact on Alan's life. That 10 years later in a completely different country, I'm thinking back on our time spent with them with such fond memories. And it got me thinking, who am I connecting with today that in 10 years' time I'll be thinking, man, I'm so glad I got to know so-and-so-and-so-and-so. The danger when you talk about this is, inevitably we're going to leave out people because our whole life is one rich tapestry of other people. But in your life, as you look back, talk to me about some of the relationships that really changed who you were and made you what you are now or help contribute to that. Well, I suppose, I mean, it's different people in different seasons. And if we're leaving aside like obvious ones, like John and Carol that we've talked about on the podcast before, then, I mean, Jana, my cousin Jana, who prayed for me every single night for like seven years until I got saved and was sort of my, when I did get saved was my initial like, Oh, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? You know, that kind of thing. And, you know, it's still, did you like her as, so before you got saved, when you tell your testimony, she sounds like she was your arch nemesis because she was trying to drag you in the kingdom and you wanted nothing to do with her kingdom. But as cousins, were you close? We were close. I mean, I, I loved her I mean, we're just yeah, we were living in two different kingdoms, and you loved her. You just eventually, didn't like her crazy that was religion. we. Well, you know, she. When I think about it now, she wasn't even remotely crazy. She was just trying to tell me about the love of God, but it just uh, it made me angry. <laughs> 
but I mean, she she wasn't over the top crazy or anything like that. Just felt like that to me because I had so much anger and pain. Um, but yeah, I mean, I we loved we'd love being together for like the first day and a half, and then I'd be like, yeah, and I'm done, you know. But then by the time I got saved, um, you know, Jana and I were like super super close for years, still super close. But it's amazing if. You know, you, you, it's impossible to say what I'm going to say next, but it's plausible. Had she not been praying for you, and had she not been in your life, you may never have been the person you are today. Very true. Yep. I mean, there's lots of people along the way to contribute to to that scenario. But I just think about what a genius God is, that we all have to live life day by day, but he puts people in our lives that make life so much richer. Like our job, I love our job. I absolutely love our life. And a large reason that I love our job and I love our life is because of the people that we get to work with and the people we get to do life with. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing, isn't it? What a great source of joy and a great source of blessing other people are. Yeah, and the people that you get to work with and do life with right now are the product of other people as well. You know, like in terms of if you think Jenna's the way she is because... Aunt Joni and Uncle Paul raised her to love God and, you know, whatever. So you just think, like, there's there's unsung heroes every ring out from the people that, that may have touched you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I love how it happens almost accidentally. Like, I think growing up, I, you know, hang out with my friends Mark and Neil. I never, I you know, I know for a fact they didn't think, like, well, let's hang out and influence Ellen's life. Nor did I think I will now influence Mark and Neil's life at all. But just having, you know, rich friendships does amazing things for you. And I, I I just got this fresh appreciation. And I don't know whether it's the end of the year, so you're doing a yearly retrospective. I don't know whether watching these videos made me think a little bit longer term. I don't know if it's because I'm 40. I'm now thinking in, you know, longer term things. But, I'm, you know, this week especially, I was so tremendously grateful for the friendships and the relationships that God has put in our life. And it made me think about their friendships and the relationships we have today and how they're going to impact all those parties in, in years to come. Yeah. I mean, I think even about our relationship with Jeff and Becky and about how our life in its current incarnation would not be possible without those two. I mean, leave aside the fact that they're our employers. Right. <laughs> but just the... You know, I just think of even all the, not hardships, but the difficult stuff that we've navigated as uh, people, friends, church leaders, you know, in the last couple of years since we've been here, just the life of helping run a church and just about how much joy there's been even in difficult stuff because of rich relationships. Yeah. And you, you don't get rich relationships without spending time. That is absolutely correct. I don't know. I don't know whether I'm just having an aha moment about obvious stuff that the rest of the world <laughs> is like, well, Ooh, duh. People are good. <laughs> but for me. People need relationships. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for me, I just think it's amazing. I remember listening to Roland Baker preach. You know, we were in Japan and he was at the same conference we were. What do you think? I think his message was, what do you think revival can do for you? And his whole message was, you guys are spending all your time and energy praying and fasting for revival. And I'd like to know why. And he was just saying, you know, revival won't love you. Revival won't help you. Revival won't bring you joy. Revival, which 
was just a huge wake-up call to everybody. And his point was, rather than seek revival, seek relationships, relationship with God and relationship with one another. And I just remember that message really sticking with me. And I I think it was their last letter that they sent out. Roland and Heidi had said, you know, the most important thing in the kingdom is relationships. And somewhere along the line, I think we can lose sight of the value and the importance of relationships. Maybe I did. I, I have no idea. But just this week especially, I've just been pondering about how amazing relationships are. I think about my relationship with Glenn. How long have I known Glenn? I don't have any idea. Well, 20 years. See, he got off the boat from Ireland with a sack of potatoes in, <laughs> I must have been 20, so 20 years ago. Okay. Just dressed head to toe in denim, perfect center parting. Wow. Yep. We had our work cut out. <laughs> but we, you know, just so Glenn, who's the best man at my wedding, and I think I was the best man at his wedding. Yeah, I think I was. Um, you know, we've been friends for 20 years. And so even though we live on the other side of the world, I'm incredibly grateful for our relationship that has navigated itself through all different kind of seasons and uh, time zones and countries. And, you, you know, obviously I don't get to see him anywhere near the amount that I used to when I lived in the same city as him. But the fact that I can still send him abusive texts and he, me, <laughs> and, and FaceTime him. And we find it amusing. <laughs> I just think, gosh, that's amazing. It is amazing. Totally. All right, let's get down to what's important here. Mr. Jones. What's important? What are you buying me for Christmas? Oh, I thought this was sex related. Dang it. <laughs> um, you know, Mark DuPont is in town. Yes. And he preached a you great You can't buy me Mark morning. DuPont for Christmas. No, I don't have any intention of doing that. Okay. But Mark was preaching at Grayson this morning. He preached two amazing sermons. I'm pulling up my sermon notes of what he said. But one of the things that he said at the end of today, which I really, really liked, he was talking about he was talking about the gifts of God. But one of the things he said, he challenged us at the end was he said, Consider giving a gift to honor the call of God on somebody else's life. We all have a call of God on our life. But most of us wrestle with that call. We live to some degree in some level of unbelief about it. So he said, can you buy a present or a gift for somebody that honors the call of God that you recognize in their life that would help break that? And I thought, what a wonderful exercise to do. That's very cool. I know, it's great. So I'd really encourage everybody to do that. But I was also wondering about if I could challenge our listeners to buy somebody a gift or to give somebody a gift that honors the friendship and the relationship that they you know, have in for you. So rather than just buying a gift because it's Christmas, rather than buying a gift because that's a nice thing to do, intentionally pick out a gift that speaks to the value of that person's friendship and relationship in your life. And of course, it, you're never going to be able to repay value. I'm just, you know, a gift that gives a prophetic nod to the impact that these people have had in their life. I mean, the greatest, I, hands down, the greatest gift I've ever been given is on my 30th birthday, on my 40th birthday, you, behind my back, put together a beautiful book of people writing notes of, hey, Alan, this is how your life has impacted me. I, I mean, I treasure those books. They're just absolutely incredibly important to me. And so there's no mandatory value attached to that except for the printer paper and the time it took you to print them out and copy and paste them in. You, you, <laughs> you relentless crafter, you. But, you know, that spoke incredible value to me. So I'm not necessarily talking about monetary value, but I wonder if there is something you, everybody who's listening, 
could do this week where you think of somebody who's of value to you and buy that person a gift that speaks to that value. That's like a fun exercise, isn't it? That's an amazing exercise. Yeah. All right. Any closing thoughts? What do you want for Christmas? Hmm. Well, I have an Amazon wish list that answers that brilliantly. As as do I, but I don't know what any of those gadgets do. <laughs> you don't need to know what they do. You just need to buy them. All right, fine. No hints from you. <laughs> no, no. There's no hints. There's a whole list of literal gifts that I would like. I don't want you applying guesswork to this. Guesswork is the beginning of disappointment. Oh, dear. Well, we'll just have to see what happens. <laughs> All right, you beautiful people. We love you. Thank you for listening. Next week, I think what we should do is do our best of 2014. What was oh. our favorite album, favorite movie, favorite meal, that sort of stuff. As a yearly recap wow. of our favorite things. Okay. All right, no pressure. Well, okay. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. Why are we whispering? I don't know. Okay. Night-night. Let's go have sexy cuddle time.